Welcome to Unsupervised Learning, where we explore the models, patterns, and ideas that prepare you for what's coming next. All right, welcome to episode 357. This is Daniel Meisler. Starting off with security news, attackers have dumped nearly 8 million Australian health records on the dark web after breaching a health insurance company with almost 10 million customers. NSA has released guidance asking companies to switch to memory-safe languages like Rust, C-Sharp, Go, and others. Security researcher David Schutz accidentally found a bypass to the Android lock screen by tinkering with the SIM card. Basically, took it out and reset the password, and it gave him full access to the device. The issue affects everyone running Android 10, 11, 12, and 13 if they don't have the November 2022 patch. In Apple's new iOS 16.1.1 update, they're limiting AirDrop to everyone to 10 minutes in China. And speculation is that this was being used to share unapproved content between people that couldn't be monitored by the government. Pretty sneaky. So people are basically peer-to-peer sharing using AirDrop. And maybe the government asked for them to limit this to 10 minutes for everyone. That's speculation from this article, but interesting. Bellingcat was able to identify the location of a cruise missile program from a single old photo from eight years earlier. CISA is expanding its cybersecurity education program nationwide. The high school focus program had success with it in Louisiana, and now they are taking it to the rest of the country. Got some vulnerabilities in Cisco. 33 different issues in its enterprise firewall products. VMware has released an advisory for VMware Workstation One Assist. And Citrix released updates for ADC and Gateway. Technology news. The chatter is picking up that GPT-4 is going to be utterly insane. Scoble says it might be as big of a leap as GPT-2 to GPT-3 or bigger. Apple says it might be hard to get an iPhone Pro or Pro Max this holiday season due to high demand and production problems in China, also known as COVID. Amazon might soon have a service called Clinic, which would connect customers to telemedicine services. I really can't wait for this type of help to be widely available and easier to use, especially for mental health. I do know a lot of people who are using telemedicine, but There are far too many people I know just in my small circle who are still talking about I can't get an appointment and they're having trouble getting drugs and they don't realize they could just ping their provider and get something done uh, remotely very quickly. So I'm glad Amazon is going to try to bring scale to this. Amazon has ended default remote work at Twitter, which is the same thing he did for Tesla and SpaceX. But he has clarified that if you have a special case or your manager vouches that you're a top performer, you can still work remotely. 
GitHub has massively updated its search capabilities, including a new search and code nav view, a new code browser, a symbols inspector, and a bunch of other stuff. Human news. The planet now has 8 billion people on it, but experts are now expecting it to irreversibly decline throughout this century. And most people thought in the 80s and 90s, where the experts thought and told us that it was going to just balloon out and pretty soon there'd be 20 billion and then 50 billion, it was going to be a big mess. But it looks like uh, the bigger trend is that when people get educated, and the standard of living rises, the birth rate also drops. China is struggling more with COVID outbreaks, including the world's biggest iPhone plant. Their isolation policy combined with the lack of vaccination rollout means China's population is largely unprotected from either previous infections or vaccines. Deep bass makes us dance a lot more than the same music without deep bass, even if you can't hear the deep bass tones. But scientists still don't know why this is true. And France is going to put solar panels on top of all large parking lots very quickly, and then smaller parking lots following up on that a few years later. Ideas and analysis. Using AI art as an inspiration, I've heard from multiple places now that there are professionals using AI art generators as an augmentation tool. So they have an idea of what they want, but they can't quite visualize it yet. So they run a bunch of prompts through the AI algorithms. Then they get inspired or polarized by what they see. Their vision becomes clear, and then they make the art themselves. I'm really excited about this, but I know augmentation is only for the privilege. That is, if you're already so amazing that you can create art as good as an art algorithm, and you're one of the tiny number of people with a job doing that, you're in a great position to use the algorithms to your advantage. But that is not most artists. Twitter and first versus second order chaos. I still believe Musk will turn things around at Twitter and make it a better platform, but holy crap. What a week. I'm stunned by his ability to own goal himself. Selling blue checks without verification, and everyone told him it would cause a major impersonation problem, and he just decided to do it anyway. Here's a theory that I'm playing with. He's great at first-order chaos, but bad at second-order chaos. So first-order chaos is something like weather or self-driving, where it's unpredictable, but it doesn't fight back. Second-order chaos is where your actions produce counter-reactions in the thing that you're working with, in this case, the people who use Twitter. He seemed completely thrown off by how the crowd reacted to his actions. Like he couldn't believe the rocket had an attitude. Again, not sure if this is a valid model or not, but it struck me. Notes, I have a friend next door who does sourcing for AIML positions, and she just got laid off from Twitter. She's looking for a new opportunity, so hit her up if you are looking to source AI people. AIML and everything in between. And I tried a new nootropic cocktail Sunday morning and basically felt like limitless all day. And I'll be doing a full member piece soon on nootropics.
Discovery. Katana. Project Discovery makes the best recon continuous monitoring tools out there. Been saying that for years, but now they have a crawler. And I can't wait to play with this thing more and put it in my entire automation chain. Targeted password guesses. A tool that uses GPT-3 to create a password list based on a particular target. Kind of bummed I wanted to do this myself, but whatever. I'll still do it and compare the results. Hey GitHub, write code using your voice. GitHub business card. Create a business card based on your GitHub profile. And the card looks really sick. It's actually got a graphic of how often you commit and uh, just some basic stats. It looks really clean. Softer, S-O-F-T-R. Build full business apps with backend databases, user management, authentication, payments, etc. all without writing code. Uses Airtable or Google Docs as a database. And I could have used this like 39 times in the last five years. This is amazing. Recon tools for web testing. A sick thread by Lotakash Nandan listing his favorite web hacking tools. I somehow didn't remember that HTTPX by Project Discovery does stack detection when it checks for web servers. So you could do something like cat host names into HTTPX switch tech switch detect. That's all one word, tech detect. And get back what kind of tech the site runs. Just keep in mind, it's only a small subset of what you would get if you use the actual Weaponizer API, which I do, which is a paid offering. So like I ran this on my own site and I got back like three or four things in the regular version because HTTPX is just using the um, Weaponizer library and that's like the free version. And then I ran it using my regular workflow, which uses the API. And I got back like 12 things for uh, my particular stack. So. Big difference there, but it's still nice to have this built into HTTPX by Project Discovery. AI draws Darth Vader as a construction worker and absolutely nails the helmet. You got to check that one out. Bunch of my friends started a new monthly podcast called 404 Security Not Found, which is a great name. And you should definitely check this thing out. For discussion podcasts with multiple guests, I love the format where each person brings their own stories and then everyone discusses. And this group really sticks that format. Highly recommended. There's a new short film collaboration between Star Wars and Studio Ghibli, streaming on Disney Plus right now. Someone created a chip that can be inserted into a Starlink terminal that will let you run arbitrary code. And got a list of sessions from Usenix's 2022 Security Symposium. These conferences are always stellar. They're basically a mixture between academic and industry. And I love that they make all their talks available the way they do. Recommendation of the week, the next generation of AI models coming out from Google, Meta, OpenAI, and others are going to be something else. Pay attention to what they can do in broad tasks, not just the flashy stuff like making images or videos or whatever. Look for ways they will be used to augment and then largely replace human work, especially your work and the work of the people you care about and then start thinking about a five to 10 year plan for how to deal with that. And the aphorism for the week, chaos often breeds life when order breeds habit. Chaos often breeds life 
when order breeds habit. Henry Brooks Adams. Unsupervised Learning is produced and edited by Daniel Meisler on a Neumann U87 AI microphone using Hindenburg. Intro and outro music is by Zombie with a Y. And to get the text and links from this episode, sign up for the newsletter version of the show at danielmeisler.com slash newsletter. We'll see you next time. Thank you.